0: Hey, great day. So in this special podcast series, I will be introducing to you abundant streams of income that mental health providers can utilize in their business. And so we just wrapped up a live four-day bootcamp over on YouTube, but I do know that there's a large portion of our podcast listeners that would prefer to get the information in bite-sized pieces versus 60 to 90 minute workshops where they can take their time and implement the information. So make sure to say Stay tuned to this episode. Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant tools to help you become the CEO of your business and life. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 years into building a multi six-figure mental health business and seven-figure digital product business and doing what I love. Now, I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. Online psychoeducational workshops and types. Let me make this announcement. If you have a client at 12, Mark the time that you left. We started exactly at 11, Pacific Standard Time. So the 55 minute mark. So if you have to leave on the zero dot, right? Just when you watch the replay, fast forward it, okay? And watch the replay and still like engage as though you were there to do active learning, okay? I told y'all day one is usually heavier. Day two, three, and four is like more smoother because it's a lot of overlap with like understanding. All right, so online psychoeducational workshops, okay? So what do you already talk about in your clinical work or the work that you do as a healer or as a provider? What kind of conversations are you having on a daily basis that you don't even realize you are having? Okay. So let's just say if I'm constantly talking about, well, let's go with trauma-informed care. Let's just say if I'm constantly talking about how, you know, people, when I go home to my mom's house or whatever, I realize that the mindset of people is so like, not everybody, but some people are so impoverished right? And that's something that I bring into my clinical practice. I actually have my clients do vision boards. (laughs) So I want you to see what's possible, right? So if that's something, maybe I'm a person where I can do a vision board party and incorporate mental health in that. Like, what are your mental health goals, right? What is your self-care goals, okay? So what are you already talking about? Um, What are you talking about all the time and don't even realize it? And could you teach it to a class right now for an hour? Like, if I told you, come online with me right now, Teach this workshop for like 30 minutes to an hour, what would it be on? I want y'all to take if you can put it in the chat box. What would you teach on? I don't need a whole dissertation in the chat box, just put a topic. Put a topic, right? So if I call you online right now and I ask you to speak for 30 minutes to an hour, what is the first thing that comes to mind? It'll not have to be the whole psych one book. It can it does not have to be the whole abnormal psychology. It can be what does hypervigilance look like? <laughs> okay. Um Okay, so some people say self-care, all right? Some people say sleep, okay? And all those are even loaded. I mean, if we look at our textbooks, y'all, there are chapters, chapters dedicated to each level if you studied psychology, for example. In psych one, in abnormal psych, in developmental psych, in cultural diversity, family systems. Think about that. Some of y'all just trying to verbally dump everything in front of a person trying to look smart and to be better and make a bigger impact you actually should focus on like honing in on like one small thing, <laughs> okay? Trauma responses, perfectionism in athletes, parenting early childhood, betrayal, trauma, boundaries, trauma, three ways to undergo um gen- generational trauma, right? Pain causes, relief, workplace stress, attachment styles, mindfulness, all right? So we got a lot in the comment box, right? There's clearly plenty of money to be made, <laughs> okay? Like y'all playing, all right? So- going back to the slides, but keep them coming. Cause when y'all actively learn, it, stick, it sticks more. So then I want you to take that topic and I want you to be very specific with this topic because you don't over, want to overwhelm people. So what out of that topic, if this was an intro, what is one thing that you can teach in 30 minutes to an hour, giving them room to talk, not just teach. Right. So that's why I'm having y'all talk back to me because we're not like on a zoom call. Right. So um, things to consider, who is your targeted audience? Who do you want to serve in that um, group that you're speaking to in online services or workshops? Really big, do you want to open it up to the general public and or is registration required? So, for example, for this boot camp, we require registration. Some people can find it on YouTube, but they're not going to get the workbooks, though. We only email the workbooks if you're on our list. OK, also, will there be a replay available and or will it be live only when I've done a webinars? They don't when they're one or two hours, like one time, they're not replay because we usually offer something to help people implement what we talked about in that webinar. So it's not like ongoing for our boot camps. It's usually a period where we leave the replays on, a, you know, for a while because it's a lot of information and it's long. Right. Um, so you want to consider that. And then what are the benefits and or repercussions if you do a replay or people are only able to watch it live? It maybe depends on your audience. I know I serve therapists. I knew day one, I told my team, we are going over an hour, <laughs> okay? Day two, three, and four, not likely, but just err on a side of caution, right? Also, will it be free or will people have to pay for it? That's what you want to consider. And it may not be free all the time. It may be the first time it's free. It'll give you enough social proof, like testimonials and feedback to find your craft. And then you can go do it again and you can charge for it, okay? Um, deeper considerations, define your role out loud and clear. So you want to tell people, are you a facilitator? Are you the therapist? Like whatever you are in this workshop, right? What is the goal of the workshop? Everything you do should have an objective. What is the goal? So my goal for this workshop is for you to be exposed to 12 streams of income for providers, therapists, and healers. And I also want you to understand the considerations before you either launch it for the first time or before you relaunch it again. That is my objectives. Simple and straight. I never said I was going to help you build out a coaching program on here. Right. <laughs> so call to action. What is the call to action once they attend? Maybe you want them to come to this workshop because then you want to invite them from being online to in person. Think about that. Put on um, your paper. C.T.A. Call to action everything you do should have a call to action. I don't care if it's an Instagram post and it's click the link in my bio. I don't care if the thing says, save this post. Tag two people that you know. Some of y'all need to go into your Instagram or wherever you post that right now and do call to actions because you're trying to figure out, well, I work with professionals. I work with smart people. Put a one in the comment box. Don't lie. If you thought this or you saw this or you said this. Like, you know, I work with higher performing, you know, CEOs. They know what to do. They don't. They human. That's why they come into your butt for therapy services. They're not coming to you in the mindset of a CEO. They're coming to you as a person that's overwhelmed with being a CEO. They're a human being. Okay. So tell them what to do. Leave the breadcrumbs. Don't assume. All right. So also, is it something you can do solo or can or should you get, should you get help? When I first started doing workshops, I was completely doing them solo. Once I start doing CE workshops, because I'm an APA certified uh, CE instructor, I saw why I needed a team member. I said, hell to no, nah, because people were emailing me when I was live saying I didn't get the link because they didn't register in time and it locked them out, <laughs> right? Or they, I don't, something happened and they just couldn't get in contact with me. And I'm like, oh my God, I need somebody to man down my email while I'm going live. I need somebody to man down a comment box, right? So some people are saying, yes, go do call to action. A lot of people saying, yes, leave those breadcrumbs, all right? So do you need a team member's help? Please note, I didn't never say go hire a full-time team member. If you got a spouse, like my husband right now is upstairs along with another team member, my admin assistant in two different locations working virtually on a laptop right here in the chat box with y'all while I got Slack open up on the side for us to communicate so they can tell me if there's something that I missed. (laughs) Okay, so what I'm saying is start with what you have. Okay, Um, monitor the chat box and answer questions. Do you have that capacity? And then also, what platform are you going to go on? Make sure you practice. I remember when I first went live in the dark hole of 2020, I did my bootcamp for the first time for our private practice program. It was my first time going live for five days, but I was being extra because we were in the dark hole. And um, I literally went live. I had a hoodie on. My hair was like not combed, but it was a hoodie on. And I was in the kitchen on like the standing thing on the counter on my laptop. And I told people, yo, if you just happen to get alerted on my YouTube channel, I ain't doing no real video, I'm just testing out something. Get online and test out the system. Do not be that person that logs on exactly at the time you're supposed to go live and then realize you're supposed to download Google Chrome. <laughs> okay, so don't do that. Um, also, will it be webinar versus interactive? So this is more like a webinar style, even though I blend and make it interactive, but webinar can be, you just are, you keep going, you don't ask people to do anything. Um, Will it be free or paid? Will it be open to the general public or a targeted audience, a.k.a. I want to target teachers. And remember, they will not just come to you. And it does require marketing, even if it is free, even if it is free okay also with online psychoeducational workshops is is again like i said earlier with the others it's one to many start building uh, a brand for yourself of doing workshops meaning you serve multiple people at a time not just you create a safe space sound like a damn commercial and i you know you come into my office or we meet on the telehealth platform one-to-one if you no longer only want to do one-to-one you need to change your messaging okay so it can be free to build up brand awareness and social proof to get feedback. Don't be afraid to do something for free in the beginning. OK, uh, establish your authority on that topic. Hence why I say I do it for free, because nobody knows that you are who you say and you are. Right? Also, you can use video to repurpose content. So one thing that we do all the time, actually, the podcast episode that dropped today, I realized that there are a lot of things that I say to my actual students in our coaching programs. That have really nothing necessarily to do with the program itself, but I just be dropping like mindset stuff. And sometimes I'll go back and re-listen to my, you know, uh, coaching call to like see what I missed or whatever. And sometimes I'll be like, damn, that was good. And so last week I was listening to a few and I'm like, yo. I'm about to do this boot camp, so I'm not going to be recording a lot of podcast episodes. Let's extract things that I feel like the general public needs to hear, aka my mini podcast episodes that have been dropping like three to four minutes, right each. Okay, but bottom line is, I can take what I made on one platform and put it on another. Put a two in a comment box if you know you need to do that, even if you don't know how, even if you don't have the energy. Do you know that you need to repurpose your content, meaning? Like just edit it, cut it down, and then put it on other places. Some of y'all literally are trying to record a different video on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube shorts, LinkedIn, Facebook. Like that's that's crazy. Right. Um, also use videos to drive traffic to your website and platforms. A lot of you are very um, I'm gonna say some people are very um camera shy this is not the day and age where it's time to to do that. Like your introversion needs to be like 50%. All right, like you need to get out of your comfort zone. Instagram has a neat tool where you can click live and you can click private or like a little eyeball thing and you can make it where nobody can see you. And then after you pump yourself up, if you wanna go live after that, just click live and then start talking, boom. All right, also use videos for marketing to paid engagements, okay? So you should be doing videos to tell people to come to where you are. So what you're gonna start seeing, I think we're gonna start it tomorrow. In the beginning, in the beginning of some of the boot camp days, I'm going to play like a 45 second video just to show you like how we get down in our community, right? But that's a video that I've published online or through an ad or something like that because people don't just want to read words to come to your event or even come online. Sometimes they actually want to see like what is it like. What is the energy, right? Also use the feedback that you get from your workshops to enhance your speaking and training abilities, okay? So don't just take the feedback and say, oh, this is cute, or they don't know what they're talking about, and then you shove it to the side. Like, no, actually read it and see if you can make enhancements, okay? So one example, and some of you may enjoy this if you want to write a book or you've written one. I wrote a book um, when I was serving couples, when I was like doing families and stuff. Um, I wrote a book on communication because I realized that a lot of couples were especially getting married and not having mature conversations. So what I did to promote the book in terms of video and online educational workshops that were free, okay, is that I went live on Facebook because Instagram was a thing, but more so for pictures, right? So I went live on Facebook every single week from my personal page and my business page. Okay, I had two devices. Um, My call to action was hey, go to my store or go to Amazon, that was one, and get the book if you want to learn more about this topic and have mature conversations with your partner or with yourself if you wanna prepare to have a partner, right, the second call to action, depending on the video, was driving traffic to, hey, go on my website, click this link and you can fill out a questionnaire if you are interested in me coming to you and your agency or your church or whatnot so that I can talk about this more in depth and then clearly I would have a conversation with them do you want to buy books for your whole group, right? That's how you can hit like multiple things at one time. Put one in the comment box if you like, oh, that's good. Like you created a thing. Some of y'all created whole, I don't want to curse, whole books in Canva. You know what I'm talking to you. You got whole books in your phone, but you forgot you typed it in your notes. <laughs> and there are like 10 different notes. Could that be a book? Could it be a free download? Could it be a back page on your website and you don't feel like doing the download thing right now? So you just list out like the paragraphs or whatever, right? like drive people to that, put a video on there explaining what they're going to get or make it a secret page. And people who sign up and you get their email address or text number, that's the only way they're going to get it, right? You can do that. What this does is you share awareness of you being an expert on this topic, and that can also lead to you, for example, being a panel speaker. You don't have to be a keynote speaker to be a speaker. You can sit on a panel and in 15 minutes share your expertise, and if they let you have people meet you in the back of the room at your table, boom, you can have your product services right there in the back of the room. Y'all sleeping. Some of y'all go to events. You don't even ask if you can have a table. You just go there as a participant, okay? Okay. Also, you can ask to be a guest speaker to someone else's workshop. Some of y'all can tag team with other therapist friends. Another thing that I like, one of the things I did is I was guest speakers on other people's platform and that helped me sell out my books. Of course, I asked for permission of me being able to ask, can I bring my books, right? But they wanted me to talk about my books. So it was a given, right? And then I only spoke about one question out of 88 questions in my book. My whole thing is questions. So one question. Led to a whole one hour workshop. Okay. And then they were, I requested questions from the audience before polling was a thing. So, what I did is, before I started speaking, I said, How many of you are in a relationship? How many of you are married, cohabitating, single, whatever, so that I can cater my messaging to them?